This is Back Talk by Successful Black Parenting Magazine, the most listened to podcast for parents by parents. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Back Talk by Successful Black Parenting Magazine. This is the talk show and podcast for parents. I am J.R. Celeste, your host and publisher of Successful Parenting Media. Now, I want you to share this broadcast with all of your friends and followers, and don't forget to leave your comments and questions, and we'll do our best to answer them after the show. Now, you may know today's episode is with Karen and Dion DeRico, and you may know them from the TLC hit reality series, Doubling Down with the DeRicos. They currently have 14 children, 14 quintuplets, triplets, and twins, all naturally. Now, here's a clip from the show. Okay. Now, if you think you have your hands full, well, I'm going to find out how the Doricos manage parenting so many kids. Karen and Dion, welcome to the show. So, you guys, <laughs> you, thank you, thank you. You guys like each other a lot, huh? I'm just saying. <laughs> 14 kids. All right, just a little bit, a little bit. Okay. Well, do you have daily help? Or, I mean, how do you do this? Can you walk us through maybe in like an average school day? Like, do you have help with that? Uh, average school day, our children are homeschooled. And okay. when the pandemic hit, you know, a lot of parents had to. What we froze for a minute there. Of um, from even tradition. That, that was like, mm -hmm. oh. Wait, so can you repeat that, Karen? Can you repeat it? Because you did freeze yeah, for a sure. second there. Okay. Okay, go ahead. So homeschooling, homeschooling for our children, it, it has been the same. During the pandemic, we were one of the fortunate or blessed parents that our children was already homeschooled. I provide all of their supplement and curriculum work. So we didn't have that big hurdle to, to um, jump over when it, come, when it came to homeschooling. But it is a lot. It's definitely a lot because I have a ninth grader all the way down to toddlers that I'm teaching. And so I just break them up in their, in their age levels. And I just have, the, I have a whole routine of a day scheduled out for them. And they have a folder and they have their schedule in there. And we, you know, the goal is to start at six and end by noon. That's my goal every day, but it doesn't happen that way all the time. So that's why I let other parents know, just let go. Don't stress out about it. You, you'll make it up later on that day and find other fun ways. In the well, I know, you, Dion, you help, but do you guys have other help besides... Um, just you two? Who's helping you guys with all of these kids? I'm sure they help out, too. Well, Eric and my mother, Gigi, uh, we get help from them. But believe it or not, for the most part, it's just she and I. I mean, we get help from Eric and Gigi whenever we need it, you know, I can say here and there. Right. But I would say 97% of the time, it's just she and I. Mm -hmm. Wow. How tired are you guys? You guys got to be tired. <laughs> 
I want to nap right now. Yeah. But you know, we had to, we really and truly had to perfect our system mm -hmm. together because there are times where we, we cannot get the help. You know, right. they have their own lives as well. Yeah. And we do not want our children to be a burden or hindrance to anybody else. We wanted to have a lot of children. Yeah. And that's why we take our time to figure out a system that works for both he and I. Right. Absolutely. I see. So you have a system. So it has to be really organized, I would assume. You guys are organized people. You have to be, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Everything we do is, is planned out days in advance. Yes. Just for this interview with you, we planned it out days ago. <laughs> yes, I purposely, people, parents ask me, what do you, um, how do you keep, we don't do a lot of the video games. We don't do any video games mm -hmm. as far as letting them just sit and play. We don't do let them hold the iPad and yeah. just watch it and become zombies. We don't allow that. But what we do is when we have important events like like an interview like this, that's when we'll say, now you can get your G-pad or now you can get the iPad. And then you stay. So that's why you hear pure quietness right now, <laughs> because this is the first time in like a month that they've had it. Yeah. That's brilliant. And I was about to ask, where are the children? <laughs> so I'm glad you clarified that. They're okay, here. Okay. Preoccupied, yes. Thank God. Yes. Okay. But, but then it's bedtime. So what time are all of the children asleep? Well, eight. Um, the triplets, we're in a transitional phase with them because Diver liked to crawl out of his crib, girl. And so I had the bright idea of getting toddler beds, and that is like another whole shift, right? Because they keep getting out. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> now crawling, so we're changing up this room. So I think their new bedtime is going to be like six six thirty <laughs> now, because it was five thirty, but I'll have to shift that to seven. But everyone is in the bed by no later than eight thirty. Darian yeah. stays okay, up late, so eight thirty. Um, they're in bed and it's, it's no, you know, debate. There's no negotiating about this. You had up until eight o'clock to get it together and tell me whatever you wanted to tell me. But these 30 minutes are going to be spent preparing for bed. Yeah. All right. Well, that's really good because we can't even get our toddler and preschooler to stay in their room at night. And we just did the toddler bed, too. So that freedom. Oh, my God. You just watch them on the camera just go all over the room. It has to be totally yes. childproof oh everywhere. God. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. I literally sit with the camera with popcorn because I'm like, oh, this is getting good right here. This is going to get good. Right? They get into things you didn't even think about. You know, I'm like, what? Okay, now we got to go fix that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> fix that. Okay, he has to mount the TV on the wall now in their room. And it's just wow. little things like that. Yes, yeah, a job. Do they ever end up in your bed? Because that's a big problem for a lot of parents. They'll get, feel sorry for the kids yes. after all, just give up. Yeah. There's always a, baby, yeah. a child in our bed. Always. That's so funny. I, I don't know how we have 14 because there's always someone in there with us. That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. But it's true. I mean, we're parents, so it happens. Um, yes. What about what about little things like sharing toys? Like, do they have they have fights that break out of fourteen with fourteen? Or, I mean, do they have enough toys to go around? They don't fight over toys. How does that work? So, so it's a couple of things. They have enough toys yeah. to go around. They'll uh -huh. still choose to have a disagreement over one toy, <laughs> right. and this is absolutely. Primary. 
primarily the younger ones because the older ones know, hey, we don't play that. Mm -hmm. This house is filled with toys. If, right. if you don't have that one available, go to the next one. Mm -hmm. uh, so mm -hmm. that's primarily the Diaz and Dior, which are the triplets. And then, of course, the triplets, they're learning it. But yeah. the older ones, they have it now. They yeah. understand that we're part of a collective uh, big picture. And it requires us all sharing and mm -hmm. being in, in each other's space. Mm -hmm. And so they, they've learned to appreciate and accept that. Right. And they bring it to okay. us. They don't sit and try to referee between yeah. themselves. They bring it to us. That's why we're the parents and we talk to them and we'll say, okay, how long did you have it? How long right. did you have it? Okay, now we're going to. We're going to use this. I personally have used timers. Dorico have good memory, so he remember who who had what. But I set little timers, and just from my own early childhood education experience, um, I set little timers and say you can play with it. When the timer goes off, then it's time for your sibling right here to play with. It. Yeah, and it, it helps. Right. That bell goes off, and they're like, "Okay, your turn." That, that's great. Early childhood education definitely helps. That's my background, too. That was my first degree. So I get it. I totally yeah. get it. And I would use the timer, too. <laughs> what about the noise level? So we have two that are very vocal out of three. And they scream when they play all the time, just like just out of fun. They just like this high pitch banshee scream. And I'm like, this runs right through your spinal cord. And you know, they're not in trouble. They're just having fun. So <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> You feel like you've been electrocuted. I'm just like, <laughs> exactly. But it's really the so, trip, it's the triplets, which which are the younger babies. Yeah. Specifically, mm -hmm. Diver, but all three of them will really Diver and De'Aaron. Yeah. Uh, because Dawson's voice, I guess, because of the surgeries that she had, she don't have the same uh, depth in her voice as the other two. Uh, so she'll make a noise, but she you just don't hear her the same. Right. But Diver and De'Aaron, oh. especially Diver, he's a screamer. Yes. I mean, this is a screeching, <laughs> chalkboard-type screeching sound. Yes. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. But what do you tell him when that happens? How do you get him to bring it down, like, two levels? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> but believe it or not, that's... That's how we sort of get all of them because the older ones at one point did it as well. Mm -hmm. And so we just sort mm -hmm. of let them know teaching with children starts very, very yes. young. And I think that's the mistake that some parents make thinking that they're too young to understand. Mm -hmm. They really understand. And to me, right at around six or seven months of age is when they really get uh, sort of grasp following the parents lead. Yeah. And so when people comment and, and compliment us on how well behaved they are, this has been training in the making from six months on. I mean, for the most part, we've communicated in such an effective way that they grasp what we're trying to, I guess, show them, if you will. So by the time they get two years of old, I mean, of age, we can easily say, no, that's not right. Put right. that back. Don't do that. And we don't have to raise our voices. They know. Right, right. Dion, I agree with you. I think we underestimate our kids uh, mm -hmm. as being... Um, no, they say blank slates. They are, but you know, they they learn, they watch, they observe before they are even speaking. So they know a lot by the time they start talking to you. So I agree with yeah. that a hundred percent. Yeah. Let, let me let me ask you. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, to cut you off. Okay. So just for um, our listeners who don't know you guys or haven't maybe seen the show, all of your children their names start with the letter D. Yes. Now, Karen, you're the only one that's the outcast. So why? <laughs> like, how did that happen? Like, why did you decide to do that? 
Well, um, while I was in in the club, you know, backing it up, that's how we <laughs> met, right? I was so, oh my gosh, I was like, wow, this guy is so like bold and on the floor dancing, and he tells me his name was Dorico. First he said Rico, but actually it's Dorico. Like, oh my God, I love that name, Dorico. That's so different. As time went by, he then told me that, you know, it was uh, Dion. It was two double Ds. And that he would like for um, when he had children, his children follow in that as well. I didn't have a problem with it. I just wanted to be able to have babies. So I was like, <laughs> great, we can do this. So being the outcast of the only K, it actually it deems that queen, you know, they treat yeah, me as that queen, and, you know, they're like, oh, mommy, mommy, Kay, you're the queen. So I like that, oh. but I'm fine with it. That's how all of our 14 children got the name D. Got the, yes. Oh, okay, okay. And if you continue to have children, they're all going to continue to that trend, correct? That you're going to keep going these Okay, cool. Awesome. That's, I think that's very, very cute. I like it. I mean, the Kardashians did it, right? Yeah, so, like, why not? <laughs> why not? And ours so, had nothing to do with Kardashians, as a matter of fact, because we were, yeah, we had put this together yeah. way before the Kardashians hit the fan. I mean, respectfully. <laughs> so you were the original uh, ones that did it. I love it. I absolutely love that. <laughs> okay. So let me go back to a little bit about the management, because in our house, we have very picky eaters. And um, different preferences for food. I mean, at one point it was like turning into a restaurant. I want this and I want that and I don't want that and I want this. And I know when I was growing up, it was like you eat what's on the table or you don't eat. So how do how do you manage your picky eaters among your children? Like, is it a restaurant menu or they have to eat what you put on the table? We're right there in the middle yeah. of either you're not going to eat or you're going to eat this and it's a restaurant also. Because some of them we really know do have challenges with certain things they really cannot eat. Mm -hmm. And we know that they've mm -hmm. never liked, such as Darian with cheese. Uh, Darian doesn't eat anything with like jelly. jelly. Uh, uh, she don't eat like strawberries, things that she never has. Mm -hmm. And then like Dallas, Dallas never really liked uh, pizza or um, pasta. Yeah, anything with like marinara sauce in it, he's never liked that. <laughs> and like Dayton and Darius don't like meat for the most part. They'll eat like hamburgers, they'll eat chicken nuggets, but they don't really just eat like, you know, chicken on a bone, and that's what mommy's, I'm mommy don't either. extremely, um, I will look at, you know how you tell your child, um, try it before you, try it before you like knock it, yeah. I, if I look at it, I don't want it. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. And that's not a good thing when it comes to your children though. And so, and which is why I'm not, I don't like to cook. I'm not a good cook. I don't like to cook. I do not like the kitchen. None of that. None of that works me right now. What works <laughs> me is, is going shopping for their school items and doing the classroom and teaching them. So we have really, he's a great cook. Um, he does all the cooking in the house and the children love it. Whenever I say, would y'all like mommy to cook? They're like, oh, great. Where are we ordering from? <laughs> 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 wow, that's a perfect synergy, though. You like to cook. She doesn't like to cook. So you step in. I love how you guys like just yeah. take up the slack for one another. And I imagine that's very necessary, especially if one's really tired and you have to pick up that slack. Um, I think that really works well with you guys, right? Yes, it does. And that's one of the things that, that people say, how do you guys work? To be honest, everything that I'm weak at, 
that's her strong point and vice versa. Everything that she's, you know, uh, we get, you know, I'm strong at. So, and we don't try to compete with the other one. She's excellent with teaching them. I stay the hell out the way. <laughs> you know, I just, support her. I support her in it, of course, but I stay out the way. You know, that, that's her domain, so to speak. And then me with the cooking is sort of the same thing. I really enjoy it. I mean, I, and I enjoy taking the time to show them, you know, how to cook. Like she enjoys taking the time to do artwork, art and craft. I have no patience. It's my OCD kick in and I don't want to see paint over there. And she has that. And I'm just out of that, out of that world, period. Oh, so. like it's a part of the creative process, baby. <laughs> he, he gets all, he, I'm like, get out the way. Get out the way. We have to make a mess. We got to make a mess so we can make something good out of it, okay? And move. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, it's good that you know each other's strengths and, and you, you know, you play on them and you know when to, um, when you got to step in. I love that you guys have that synergy. It makes you even better parents. And, you know, we can see from the show that you guys are really, really great with the kids. Y'all get them involved in everything from, um, I saw the dance program for Halloween. That was so cute. Yeah. Um, I love doing things like that with our kids as well. So we yeah. have dance parties, I think, almost every other day at our house. So that's pretty cool. Um, let me, uh, yeah, you guys, that was really funny. Everything from, um, with multiple children, from a perspective of a person that doesn't have multiple children, it just seems to be so amplified. Like, how do you manage just basic things like transportation like you have like sprint vans what do you have how do you do that like especially going back and forth to like sporting they're in sports and things so and i'm sure other extracurricular activities so how do you do that that's a good question uh we do have we have several vehicles thank god yeah but we have two primary vehicles that we transport everyone in that's a 15 passenger van and a minivan Mm -hmm. and those two Mm -hmm. together we're able to transport everyone I am working on getting us a transit van. Um, uh, what is it? Uh-huh. A, shuttle a shuttle bus, excuse me, a shuttle bus that would be like 24 seats. And because I have, wow. thank God, I have a, a commercial driver's license. So I have um, a CDL license for transporting children, passenger endorsement. Mm-hmm. And Gigi has that as well. So if I purchased us a transit van, I would be able to legally transport us all. Because I don't like having to drive the two, you know, the two vehicles. So that's something we're working on. But right now, we just take two vehicles everywhere we go, whenever we you know go as a, as a, as a group. And then mommy and I have our own separate vehicles. Yeah. Whenever we call ourselves chilling with just one or two children, we have our separate vehicles outside of the, the two yeah. major ones. Yeah. And how many car seats? We got five <laughs> car seats right now. Five. Five eight. car seats. So, and what? Five and what? No, just five. Five car seats. Five. Um, yes, five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so the pain about car seats is that when you have multiple vehicles is taking them out of one vehicle and putting them in the other. You, so you guys got to get some duplicates. Yeah. You haven't a clue. You right. have, and especially like the times that she'll say, well, baby, I'm going to take this child to the doctor or I'm going to take this child to, you know, to, to the, uh, to the eyeglass uh, doctor, something to that effect. We have to take a car seat out of one of the other vehicles. Mm-hmm. Because we try to leave them in the vehicles because we just don't have enough room in the house to have car seats in here. As you can imagine, there's toys, clothes, yes. our stuff, all, my, our office supply, uh, school uh, supplies that she has everywhere. Yes. So we're just constantly trying to uh, minimize how much is in the house. This extra work because now we have to go into one of the other vehicles and take a car seat out of that vehicle yeah. and put it in our personal vehicle. It's a job every day. It's a yeah. job. I bet it is. I yeah. bet it is. Yeah. 
Now, let me ask you. So I know this is the norm for you. So but do you have any real world like, I guess, hacks, parenting hacks that you use to keep you sane through this whole process of of going through all the kids every day? Like, what do you do that maybe other parents don't do that um, keeps you organized even? Well, I can say some of the things, this is just from the people I I have talked to and from being um, directors and preschools and stuff. One of the things that we do is we are really big on our children taking a nap. That is a must. And I get a lot of parents that would say to me, how do you get my child to take a nap? And when mm-hmm. I am home on the weekends, I can't do it. Well, one of my things was when I had Darian was I'm not going to I'm not going to allow anyone else to be able to get my child to do anything else other than me, if that makes sense. So if she does not take a nap with me, then I'm trying to word it right. Make sure you understand. I don't like the fact that my child would take a nap with somebody else and not me. You're with me majority of the time. So the way I do it is we make sure that they take a nap every single day. And between at the same time, from 1230 to 2 o'clock, that is your downtime. We need that. Every parent needs it. The child needs it. It's your, it's your time to get anything done. You need that. And so napping is one. When the children get older, they must clean their room. You get up, it's just as simple as you're getting up. You may use restroom, but you come back, you make your bed. When you take your shoes off, taking them off and put them back in the same space. These are things right here. Dorigo came up with the birth order of the shoes, which I really did love. Because when it's time to go, we don't have time to be, get your shoes, grab your shoes, do this, do that. Your shoes are right there and they're in birth order. So they have these little cubbies with their names on it, where their shoes and their things are. So everybody has a place everybody's name is there so they should be arguing over that's my shirt that's mine those are my pants and i thank him for coming up with that so just trying to be as organized in the day and as and he says it all with his ocd if you stop and do things immediately right there you wash that cup in the sink you put that backpack on the hook right there you put your jacket up when it's time to go you do these same routines every day you go to school every single day Let's move along with this. Mm -hmm. So those are things like that. So you have to make your child take a nap. I say that, you know, this is what you're going to, no matter how much they kick, they scream, they fuss, they fight, you are going to take a nap today. Perfect. I love that. And I know that's really important. And it is a nice break in the day. And the kids need it themselves just so they're not cranky by the end of the day. That's They'll get very, very cranky themselves. And also, it, it, it reminds me a lot of, I'm sure you remember in school, where the teachers had prep period. And prep period gave them the mm-hmm. time to prep, of course, for the next class or the next day in some cases. And so the nap time for them, for our babies, give us that time as well. Our time to prep their next meal or decide mm-hmm. what she and I are going to do, where we're going to take them. And in some cases, we'll get a nap with them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> have a nap time and you need your bedtime. You need to make sure they go to bed at the same time every yeah. night. And there's friends I call and we're trying to talk at 10 and I hear their children just running around in the back and they're like, girl, I can't get them down. And I'm like, it's as simple as you and you need to go to bed. Right. No negotiating. It's the I, parents. I don't get the it. Yeah. yeah. 
just go to bed and stay in the bed. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Now, let me ask you this question, because even with two kids, when you add this to the equation, it can cause chaos. Are your children allowed to eat sugar? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they eat sugar. Oh, gosh. How do you do that? Do they change? I know with ours, as soon as they get sugar, it's a whole, whole different kid. Like they're bouncing off the walls, maybe because we don't give them sugar a lot. So no, maybe because our she and I both have our share sugar. of sugar. <laughs> so you're able to keep up. Yeah. And it's really uh it's really a balancing thing. I am this is where it works because I am a huge veggie eater. Like, oh my gosh, love veggies. And I hate veggies. He hates veggies, but he's the he's the cook right so here this funny story i will i've learned to do all my veggie steam i've learned look at that i don't have to do nothing but just pop it over a steamer and there they go yay and the children love that and so you eat your veggies there's your sweets you don't eat your veggies you don't get no sweets and you ought to see them at the table looking around yeah and then, then when they see the other one getting their sweet whatever it is bowl of ice cream you ought to see those veggies gone so now i don't even have to in a sense bribe them anymore it's just as simple as that you're going to eat your veggies because you need them but uh, but for the most part they eat veggies because she's always eating veggies she's always eating veggies pregnant with them and she's just really she's a natural huge veggie eater and children really are taught of course by the way we lead so i say for the most part we only have one that we sort of had to do that with which is daris who we had to sleep, oh, yeah. sort of bribe. If you don't eat these vegetables, you're not eating no, no, no ice cream. But the rest yeah, of them, they really true. naturally on their own, they do love some form of vegetables. Yes, they do. That's, and again, he that cooks- is great. Yeah. No, he's he, you know, please finish your sentence. I can cut it in. Go ahead. Oh, no. He, could, he definitely cooks very well. So it's not really a whole lot of pulling teeth on you're going to eat your food or yeah. not and what you're going to eat. He, he really does. So... We're really blessed that our children really is well-rounded when yeah. they come to it. Yeah. Well, that's great. And I'm, I'm so happy to hear they eat their veggies. That's a challenge at, at our place as well. Do you guys need a vacation? And any plans coming up? Oh, my God. Do we need a vacation? That's all the time. Yeah. And that hasn't anything to do with the stress of children. We just really believe in allowing them the opportunity to just be children, yeah. to have a ball, to mm-hmm get loud to to roll over to to run um our children are very athletic they're very uh active that's why we don't believe in having the video games Uh from our perspective just seeing a lot of the children with the video games we have witnessed it seems to lead into a lot of childhood obesity and we're really big and advocates on not having that yeah and social skills so having said that our children are really constantly active and you can sit in their little weights. They got their little body frames like mommy, but also it helps because they're so active. Mm-hmm. And so having said all of that, we're always exploring different ways and new ways we can be creative and take them on various vacations. We enjoy exposing them mm-hmm. to new things, you know, new cultures and things of that nature. So yes, so vacations, we're always in need of one. Yes. Fantastic. Any upcoming plans for taking the kids on vacation with you guys? Uh, we have several. Yeah, you, you have. We have several that you guys will be seeing us post on our social oh. media. Yeah, yeah. and um, we have a couple of surprises for the babies. 
Oh, wonderful. That has to be really interesting to watch. I'll make sure I, I stay tuned and follow so that I can see how you guys are managing on vacation because that's a whole other article for us, how to manage with kids on and while you're traveling. So I can't imagine doing that with 14 kids, strollers and all kinds of luggage. I don't know. That seems like a little overwhelming for me. <laughs> we literally have to uh, mail our luggage to various places before we even get there. That's what we just did. We took a va- well, it was a vacation sort of a couple of months ago, and uh, we had it so down pat. We stayed at a villa right at the beach, and so when we went to the beach, she stayed back, and we went to the beach. She said, "Well, baby, you call me when you're on your way back." When I I called her, when we get back, she had all these little like hospital tubs, the little hospital tubs you see. She had all these little hospital tubs laid out with water in them. And each child got into a hospital tub and got all the sand off their feet. Yeah, got the sand off their feet. And then she wiped them up. And then I went and got them in the shower. So it's everything. It's like an assembly line. So you come, you dip your feet. (laughs) I wash your feet. I felt like biblical days washing the feet. (laughs) And then I was like, step onto this rug and then follow Poppy into the shower. And But it's the system. You know, you got to, that's that communication. and. You know, I, I tip my hat to his mom and my mother as being single parents. Yeah. And you know, all single parents. All yeah. single parents. I mean, it's, it's definitely a lot. I can only, I, I can't even imagine, yeah. to be honest. But yeah, that's what we do. So when we go on that vacation, we'll definitely let you know. <laughs> and I would, just, I would like to say shout out to all the single parents, because believe it or not, you guys are questioning us about having so many children. How do we work through it? She and I, at the end of the day, have she and I. But single parents have no one. You know, so when that child has a toothache in the middle of the night, when that child has, uh, you know, get a fever in school, and that single parent is working sometimes one or two jobs or two jobs and going to school, they don't have anyone to tag team. She and I, we can handle all of our babies individually. So if something is wrong with me, I'm tired, don't fill up to it, or vice versa, Mm -hmm. I say, hey, baby, I'm tag teaming out. And I still have her. A single parent don't have that. So big shout outs to all the parents, whether you're, you know, mother, father, grandparent, aunt, uncle, taking care of children by yourself. Shout out to you. Yes. I'm sure the single parents appreciate that recognition because it is hard. It's difficult. I had to do it for a little while and it was um, very tiring, (laughs) very tiring. So, yeah, thank you for that. And the question that everyone asks you is if you're going to have more children in the future. You gotta stay tuned. You gotta stay tuned. <laughs> All right, that makes sense. Now let me okay. Just any last advice for our parents who are listening that you might want to give? Um, I got some. You want to go first? Well, I just want to say, you know, it, it, it happens every day. I have this whole list of what I'm gonna do, and you know, I have six girls. So every day I have this thing of what I'm going to do with them today or like taking their hair out. And there's some days I am just tired. And I say to other parents, when those days hit me and I'm like, I'm just tired, I am beginning more to lean into what's going on with me. And if I'm tired for whatever reason that day, I am just going to rest. It's going to be a rest day. Mm -hmm. It will get done. It will get done maybe later today or tomorrow, but it'll get done. Right now, my body is saying, lay down, take a break. It is okay to not be okay. And I think that I needed to hear that for myself. I need to tell myself that and not get so caught up in, but I need to do it, but I need to do it. And just calm down. All it does is bring you is stress. So I will tell all of the parents out there, 
it's okay. It's okay. Take a moment for yourself. Yeah. Their hair will get done. They will get to practice. You know, the grocery will be bought. It just, just take a minute for yourself. Self-care is the best care. Yes. That's great advice. How about you, Dion? And I say with, uh, with mental health being, you know, one of the biggest things in our country right now, we see so many different things um, that's going on where men- mental health is um, on the brink seemingly of collapse. Uh, we constantly talk to our children. We have open discussions about various things, almost, you know, any topic really. And we try to go into depth regarding it. And we also go into depth about respecting other people not infringing on other people understanding no matter how much you think you see there's that much more you don't see uh, these are things that we try to make sure that they're cognizant of right now so that they're not one that may push someone over the mental edge you just never know what someone's dealing with and i think a lot of parents forget that our children need to be schooled you know they need to be schooled on every aspect and topic of life so going back to the mental health, just really encouraging your children to be respectful as we do with our children of everyone. I mean, we break it down to we break it down to the to the to the common denominator yeah. uh, because we, we do that because we want to see them be great individuals and help to, to propel our world, our country forward versus, you know, hindering it you know, or, or making it worse. We want to see our children become great people by understanding and accepting other people. So that's one of the things that I encourage our parents to to really be cognizant of is how our children are sponges. Exactly. You are great parents. You really are. And I'm proud that you're representing on TLC. You really am. And you're doing so well. Yeah, you really are. And you know, bless you both. And I want to thank you both for coming on Back Talk today. It really means a lot to all of our listeners, I'm sure, as well as I. God bless so, you. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much, so much. Okay. And thank you for all for participating and listening to Back Talk by Successful Black Parenting Magazine, the talk show and podcast for parents. Share this broadcast with anyone who needs to hear it, and let's get the word out. And be sure that you visit our syndicated podcast replays on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Android, and more. And don't forget to check out our website at SuccessfulBlackParenting.com, which is full of great content to help you to thrive and not just survive as a parent. The Doricos will be featured on our August-September digital cover, so check that out on our website on August 1st, 2021. You can also engage with us on social media, which you can get to from our website. So until next time, I wish you all the best and much success. Take care. Thank you. Take it easy. Hold on. All right. Hang in there. Thanks for tuning in to Back Talk by Successful Black Parenting Magazine. We'll see you soon. Uh